Hello and welcome to another episode of an, unti- an untitled, untitled, the untitled, just untitled, untitled Buffy podcast with your friends Maxine and Andrew. I'm Andrew. That's Maxine. Hi. We're episode four, recapping the s- Slayers. You just wanted to get rid of that part where you said you're right. No, no, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Oh about. no, I didn't even think about that. Whatever, oh, it's too late. Okay. Let it be known that we just recorded that intro and Andrew decided to I delete it. I can still get it back. I can get it back. No, we don't need it back. But there was just one point where he said, you are absolutely right. Yes. And I can, I, you, you were right and you are right now. And Thank I'm sorry, you. Max. Thanks. Okay. So let's just go straight into it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I also like that uh, you could probably tell that we record our episodes in pairs because there's a lot of preamble. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like we need to catch up. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then, and then the second episode's like, all right, all right straight into bang, it. Bang, let's go. It's just, I've got thoughts from the last episode and it comes into this episode. I have things to say. Um, did we record the part in our catch up where I spoke about shitty men in shitty bands? And No, uh, I, I, I hadn't hit record at that point. Okay, well, we had a little convo about oh because Andrew said he used to be in a band yes um anyway that segues into Spike talking about poetry and like songwriting and music in his heart and it was just like a fucking spammy goddamn annoying moody intros yeah <laughs> and then I wrote do you think that they were going to release these episodes one at a time like this was just me thinking out loud maybe because keeping up with everything is a lot it was like because he was just like repeating what's happened I'm like I yeah. just listened to it I don't need to hear this and then I said ah okay good recap I didn't realize Clem took off Hottie Miranda's head R.I.P. Yeah. I didn't realize she died because you had didn't realize that at the time of listening yeah so it's just a, it was useful as just a oh this is a good recap but I think you're right I think that maybe they did intend to release them episodically and then just were like well I'll put them all out yeah um, and could you imagine if you read a book and every chapter recaps? The I know exactly, chapter? but this is like I feel like audio stuff is harder to follow. Yeah, for some, yeah, it's for some people it's harder to. And if on. I'm reading a book, I can just go back. I mean, I could go back with this too. But I've, I certainly find reading books harder to. I I could read a whole page and go. I didn't. I don't know what I just read. But if you could read, yes, I know. I know you know how to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if reading was comfortable and easy for you, you could just like. Oh, I'm just going to go back to that paragraph. Yeah, and then fi- we're finding it's hard as well sometimes. Whereas this, I, when I'm listening to like an audio book or something, just that re- rewind 30 seconds. If I notice myself starting to zone out, I just rewind 30 seconds or press yeah. the button, which I find helpful. I have mine set to 15 seconds. Yeah. Okay, I feel like I'm just talking to myself with these notes. I guess I got sidetracked with the whole best friend thing. Okay, good that they have recaps. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wonder if there was a test audience. Like someone's like, I can't remember I what happened remember that what happened. last episode. And they're like, right, we need to bring in our narrator spike. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get the recaps in. Yeah. Did I tell you what he spoke about? I don't know. Like, he talks about... No, he did recap it. Yeah. And the thing that I took away was... Miranda dead. Hottie Miranda dead. Hottie Miranda dead. R.I.P. Chomped. Head chomped by... Head chomped by Clem. Clem. And I wrote, okay, we're in England with Olivia, Giles, etc. Giles... So this is the first interaction of like them talking. Yeah. Apart from their like... Interruption and... Yeah, yeah. But Giles is pretty like grumpy that they've come... But it kind of sounds like he's doing it for Olivia. Like, say this wasn't an audio book, say this was real life. Mm. And she's, like, waited their whole life to be together and he's finally, like, right, 
let's retire Settled to England. Down. We're going to open a bookshop. And yep. he's like, I'm not going to fight anymore. And so, you know, Giles likes, likes action. He would, you know, he's a bad boy. Yeah. He likes stuff. And so I feel like he's just like, what, you want me to come and help you? I will not. I have a life here with Olivia. And I have a bookstore. Yeah. And I won't do the fun thing with my new friends. Yep. Did you get that vibe? Yeah, a little. I mean, maybe it was just that's how he really felt and he just really wanted to stay with Olivia. Yeah, I think you could look at it either way. Yeah. But he also keeps saying, I promised Olivia. Like, it's never like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I promised myself. Yes, that's true. You know? Yeah. The other things I wrote, Anya says, other Giles is a hero. I'm like, well, what's this guy? Yeah, this Giles right. is a hero, right? Yeah. He does heaps of good stuff. Anya mentions Harmony and that Harmony was killed in the other verse. <laughs> I was just going to say the dumbest thing. Sometimes I've, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, but sometimes no. my brain wants to just say really dumb, like, uh, so you said like. Your brain other, wants to other be verse. Andrew? No, it just wants to say like <laughs> things that I find funny because it's not. Anyway, yeah, I feel like I'll, I'll, that's an Andrew thing. On. So the the thing that you said, uh, other other Giles was a hero, and then in my head I went, "This Giles is a hero. He boinked Buffy's mom." <laughs> <laughs> that was just, I just really wanted to yell that really loudly. Well, you're um. And the word boink like specifically oh. came into my head as well. Andrew, we're prudes. Why you, I hate that word. This 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 pod. This show, this Buffy it's show, bringing is just, out the horny yeah, in it's you. bringing the horny out, it's boinking out the horny in me. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Maybe next year we should have a Halloween party where we have a Buffy dress up Halloween party. Oh, yeah. um, because my friend Grace uh, really wants to dress up as Joyce in that episode and wants her boyfriend, whoever that may be. To dress up as Giles. Yeah. That when, they, when they go all yeah. young, when all the old people start acting young. Yeah. Who would you dress up as? Um... <laughs> In that episode? No, any episode. I think you're going to have to oh, shave your mustache off. If I could pick off. as any, if I could do any episode. Yeah. Because um, no one's got a mustache. You know, it'd be good to go as an episode where everyone loses their voice. So I don't have to talk to anyone. <laughs> so you could just write hush on your t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just go. Oh, no, you could have the um, little whiteboard. You could just write hush on the whiteboard. Yeah, and so good. the whiteboard would be yeah. the costume and hush would be like, I can't talk. Yeah. So, yeah, you could do that. Yeah. So you're just a regular Sunnydale Civilian, yeah. Just has lost their I'll voice. like, yeah. I'll um, I'll get frosted tips in my hair and wear an oversized oh, so Hawaiian fit, shirt and have a skateboard. Times. Yeah, carry around a skateboard. Okay, you won't have to shave off your mustache. Maybe I'll just purposely thin it out so it's really like awkward and yucky, more so than it is. It's not awkward and yucky, but also there are thirty-five-year-old men in. Oh, there are also there are thirty-five-year-old men playing high school students <laughs> in Buffy. So yeah. I don't know how old I you think are. I'll get I a made pass. that up. Are you thirty-five? Yeah, I'm thirty-five. Okay, yeah. I would dress up as Kendra because that's the only. I don't know who else could I dress up as. Anyone you want. Maybe Faith, because I do have um, so you would just wear like a fake fake tattoos top. of um, the – I really want to get it, though. What's the one I'm trying to say? Like a, a thorns, the, the, yeah, the thorn yeah. tattoo thing? Yeah. And what are they called? Fake tattoos? Is there a word for them? Transfers? Transfer. Temporary tattoos. Temporary tattoos. Temporary, yeah. I bought a whole pack of like 20. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Okay, so we've decided our Halloween party for next year. Yeah. So I just took a big gulp of my Baileys and – Okay. Uh, Bailey's two weeks in a row. <laughs> you two are out of control. Uh, uh, like we didn't just talk about how the two episodes are recorded back to back. <laughs> no, we're just obsessed with Bailey's. Don't shatter the illusion. Someone send us Bailey's. Yeah, sponsor the podcast. Yeah, 
this bit's like a boring setup of mm-hmm. like they're setting the scene. So it's like, he suggests some spells, blah, blah, blah. Cause he's like, I can't go. Why don't you just try yeah. this spell? And then Olivia steps in. I think I wrote this and then deleted it, but there's little bits that felt Avengers-y to me. Yep. Of like Robert Downey Jr. and Gwyneth Paltrow. And he's like, I'm not going to help with this thing. Go away, friends. I've got my life and my child. I'm on a farm. And then he figures it out. And then Gwyneth Paltrow is sitting on the couch and he's like, what are you reading? And she's like, well, it's about, and he's like, and he just interrupts her and he's like, I can do it. Do you remember that scene? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a really rude scene. I don't know why I'm talking about it now, but it reminds me of like, you should go, Tony. Yeah. You should go. Yeah. And Olivia says something along the lines You need to go. Well, she says- you no, know, she, she has I, a good point. Yeah, she does. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's actually she's probably one of the more grounded and reasonable characters. But Gwyneth Paltrow had a point too. Maybe it's because she knew that Robert Downey Jr. was the smartest. Yeah. So they needed him, even though there's many other superheroes there. But no one's as much of a genius as Tony Stark. Good voice. Something like that. Um, can you tell the class yes. uh, what Olivia said? Yes, she says. <laughs> Are you testing me for not writing yep. notes in this one? Um, yep. Why so horny? Um, <laughs> no, she says that when she asked him to make that promise of not going off and, you know, doing life-threatening things to yeah. save the world, that was because in, in our verse there are lots of slayers, hundreds of slayers and a network of watchers all around the world and, if anything, they're overstaffed. Uh, and then in the other one, there isn't, you know, there's only one Slayer and maybe no Watchers and that that's where he's needed and he can go and help. Okay. That was a bit too deep. I'm but sorry. Thank you for that. That's exactly what happened. I feel like you added a few extra words in there. Yeah, I was uh, paraphrasing. Yeah. Deeply. Like I didn't want to plagiarize word for word that we, <laughs> I would have failed your exam. <laughs> um, okay. Olivia leaves to go get a donut, which I thought was like, who the fuck eats donuts yeah, in England? Yeah, <laughs> Like, we don't, we're not a donut and they have, nation they here. They all have tea. They're all drinking yeah, tea. Yeah, yeah, which is good. Also, uh, a note on sound effects yeah. is that their English bookshop seemingly has the same magic box bell above the door. Mm. Like, they, she walks out to get her donut it's and it's same. like, ding. The same it doesn't thing. make that noise, but it's like the same thing. Do you think they just copied and pasted it from the previous episode? No, I'm saying the magic box from the TV show. Oh, not from the previous. Yeah, I wasn't actually paying attention. Oh, well, they blew the door off. Yeah, that's so true. So there's no bell. Yeah. Okay. It's another weird thing. Mm. But Spike calls to warn about Anyanka and Giles. Can't seem to hear. And I was like, what is this? Like, why is it so difficult to make these international phone calls? Yeah. It's like, why can't you hear? Yeah, what year? It's meant to be. They've got Reddit, but they can't, like, Make a Skype yeah. call? Yeah. What's going well, it's on? It's not even a Skype call. Like, I could call overseas right now on my phone. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be an issue. So, I don't know. Yes, big deal's like, oh, this magical trapdoor is a lot easier than making a phone call. Yeah. Like, Maybe what? Americans just think that it's hard to call other countries. Yeah, and I did think that because they're so, like, insular and yeah. something. I thought maybe that was their reason, but isn't like... It was like I was... Uh, I was talking to James, my friend James, the other day, and we were talking about our trip to America. Dungeon, Dungeons and Dragons, James? No, a different James. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about how when we're... James in the... having a baby James? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Let's dox all of our friends, everything about all of our friends. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's, I just need to know who you're talking about. Yeah, yes. Uh, so we were talking about how we went to the States and we had a, a bus driver, like a tour bus driver who drove us to Graceland. Yeah. And um, <laughs> she was chatting to us and she was like, oh, are you guys from... Uh, London, and we're like, oh no, we're from Australia. And she's like, oh, I thought you'd be from. L- oh, you sounded like you're from London, and then she she quite 
clearly liked us. So she just, she, she offered to take us on a bit of an extra kind of tour around Memphis after the, we'd gotten back from Graceland yeah. and, you know, we're talking afterwards. She's like, this is my university. This is my, you know, this is blah, 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 blah. This is where the Memphis Did Grizzlies say university? play. College. Yeah. She probably said college. <laughs> um, and James was like, oh, do you want to travel? And she's like, yeah, I'm really keen to kind of get to travel. And he's like, oh, where do you want to go? And so she's in Memphis, Tennessee. And, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, I'd really like to travel to Nashville, <laughs> which is like the next kind of like major city over, which sort of kind of indicates that America, like that's their idea of traveling yeah. for some parts of America is that like traveling just to another city. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what you want to do. But also on that note, when I was there... Every time that they said, yeah, it's like there's something in the world. It's like the best something in the world or something. They refer mm. to the world, but it really just meant America. America. T-Mobile, the best network in the world. Yeah. But this was like people that I met in conversation. So maybe they're just like international calls just mm. seem too difficult. It's too so extravagant. I, I guess like we're not going to be able to hear Spike calling on the phone. Plus, why would you need to call another country anyway? But I feel like anyway. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Anyanka shows up in England. <laughs> And then we have a bit where she's there and it's all like, oh, no, Anyanka. Does it cut to another scene at that point? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just had this whole rant about international phone calls and then I have, anyway, Anyanka shows up in England, didn't write anything else, so I assume it's like they haven't gone into it. Um, I like the sound effect when it changes from one dimension to the other. What's the sound it's effect? Like a... It's sort of a bit longer and sort of in, it's, it's, it's like a bit spacey and you go, oh, we're going back to the other universe. That's how you can tell. Interesting. Can you pick up on that? No, but I will keep my ears open for it. Mm. Okay, Spike, Clem, Cordelia driving in Clem's shitty car. Nothing much happens here. Just like, oh, this car's so shitty. Why is Clem's character trait? He likes cars. He likes cars. Once again, Um, they're laughing about how shitty Clem's car is. And the main note I have is Cordelia laughing is so pure. It made me feel good about myself. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, so I'll go back and listen to the sound effect and you can go back and listen, and listen to, to Cordelia's laugh. And then they're ambushed again by Miranda's friends. Yeah. And that's like basically it for that part. Back at the bookshop, Giles takes a phone call and there's some kind of like joke that goes on. I was like, okay, cool. But do you remember? Are you listening to me? Yeah, I'm listening. Giles makes a joke <laughs> about... No, and Yanka's like, what, are you going to answer the phone? Oh, uh, Yeah. No, I think she's like, do you want to answer the phone? And he's like, yeah, okay, I will. And he answers the phone. I was like, all right, guys, jokes. And Yanka's being sarcastic and I feel like she's becoming, since like Miranda's died mm. and she was the silly big bad, I feel like Anyanka's turning into this like silly big bad. Yeah, where she was serious. She was and so then, scary before and yeah. now she's just like being sarcastic and yep. weird and slimy. The sound effects were slimy. Yes. Do you remember the sound effects? Yeah. And Giles answers the phone. Yeah. And then they get to Sunnydale, like well, they, they're in England. How do they? How do they stop? Like fend her off, Anya. Oh, I think um, Giles or Witchy Anya uh, have like some protection spell. Okay. And and then they use the trap. Door they use the trap door. Destroy yeah. Destroy the trap door behind them. No, I don't think so. I mean, how's he going to get home? Catch what, a plane. Uh, well, that's what he says. Oh, really? Yeah, he <laughs> says that. <laughs> they go through the trap door. They go through the trap door. Uh, and then I think they have to. It gets destroyed behind them somehow. And then he uses he, then he makes phone. yeah to make a normal yeah. phone call. Yeah, yeah, no, but he's <laughs> like, oh, this is long distance. I'll pay for it. Oh it's like, god. oh my god. 
Like, this is not like the 90s. <laughs> yeah, and then he calls Olivia and says, but he says, I'll have to get a plane home. Okay, so they've broken the trapdoor? Yeah, and he says he'll be, because he, at first he says, I won't be more than an hour, when he decides that he's going to join and help them. Yeah. And then he calls her and says, hey, whatever you do, don't go back to the bookstore. Yeah, calls Olivia, warns her, also surprised that he knows her number off by heart. Also surprised he didn't take his own mobile phone with him. Well, he doesn't have, maybe he doesn't have international roaming. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, yeah, he tells Olivia, don't go back to the shop and Yonka's there. And then they talk about a compass, something, something, they make plans is yes. the note I made. Yep. Okay. Anything to say about that? No. Not really. Just catching a plane. Yeah. I think that, I think there was a bit where Anyanka makes a thing about how Giles is like something about head trauma to Giles. No, been... I think that comes up. It's later? Yeah. Cause I'm just like this fucking head trauma thing. Like we get it. We all remember. Yeah. Maybe it's mentioned there too. Okay. Because maybe by the time I wrote it down, I was like, I've already heard this twice. Mm. Tara visits Amy. We get Amy back. Yeah, so I don't remember. This is where I zoned out. Okay. I don't remember Amy. Reminder, Amy is in season one. Mm -hmm. She's at high school with them and she is, her mum has taken over her body. The the cheerleading. Oh, the cheerleader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have watched that episode quite fairly recently. I forgot that her name was Amy though. Yeah. And then she gets turned into a mouse. And she's a mouse throughout the whole thing. I forgot that. I didn't finish the episode when I was watching it the other day. I don't know. It was like later on maybe. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, much later on she gets turned into a mouse. Yeah. Then she's a mouse for many seasons. And then in like season six, Willow turns her back into a witch. Yeah, wow. And they're both addicted to dark power. Is it sort of a symbolism for heroin or something? Well, that's the note I have. They talk about dark magic feelings that are very good. There's Tara and Amy talking about it. And then I wondered if it was an upper or a downer. Is it heroin or is it like, not cocaine, but like MDMA? Mm, probably like the downer, right? No, I feel like it's because the way, okay, when we rewatch and you'll see Willow high on magic. Yep. She lo- I thought you were going to say high on meth. Oh. Like the way you had you high on I really thought you were going to say meth then. No, it didn't even have meth in my head. Um, high in magic, and I feel like she has an ecstasy face. Mm, okay. Anyway, Amy asks about Ethan Rain. Do you remember him? No. It's Giles's friend who he was at, like, uni with in England, and they got up to, like, naughty boy dark magic shit. Oh. Yeah. No, um, I don't remember. So I reckon he's going to come back. Sure. And the last we see of him in Buffy is... Maybe season five, but it could be season four. Okay. And he gets, like, arrested by Riley's government dudes. Uh, that's season three, isn't it? No. That's season four. Riley is introduced in season four, least, okay. at least in season five. Okay. Um, no. How many seasons of Buffy That sounded so bitchy. Is it five seasons of Buffy? Seven. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we, we were reminded of Ethan. Yeah, so I think he might be coming back. Sorry, I have, like, nonsensical notes. Oh, so the other verse Buffy sounds like Ethan had magic in him. Like yeah. more, like he has magic in him in Buffy, but I yeah. feel like he had more the way Anya has more. More witchy. And the whole Tara talking, like bad gal Tara, yep. sounds very, I know I've mentioned this before, but it sounds more Glory-esque of sucking people's minds, even though she's sucking their magic. And I, yeah. that's like how she lives. This was... Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. this... this 
in this part where I zoned out, this is the part where I zoned out the most. Yeah, yeah. And it was zonatable because I didn't write down the main thing, but I think it was like yeah, the she, way she lives is she needs to suck out more magic, which is the same as Glory. Yes. But not with the magic, just sucking of mind. Yeah, and then... And then and it leaves you like mindless. Yeah, and Amy's like, oh, just I'd rather die than have that happen. And Tara tries to like say, no, no, it's better. It's, it's like, mercy. It's... I'm showing you mercy. I just wrote we get more insight into, into how all this possession happened, like with yeah. that grimoire whatever. Spike also sounds a lot more evil in the other verse. Yep. Because he was a lot more lazy in our universe. Mm. You know, when he was bad, he was mm. just like, I don't want to do this. I just want to drink beer and like eat some people. I don't want world domination. Yeah. So he's more of a bad guy. Yeah. And we don't know how other verse Spike died, but it seemed like Spike and Drusilla conspired to get Tara to read the grimoire. We'll mm. soon find out. Anyway. Oh, then I've got, okay, now it sounds like that the sunshine spell is actually about making vampires fine with the sun. Tara says that vampires will live in the sun side by side with humans. Amy describes this grimoire as a dead magician. Well, the book was written by a dead magician? The book written by Andre? Ah, maybe that's the dead. So what's, is the grimoire a demon? No, the grimoire is the book. Yeah, and the the person that wrote it, the funny name that you wrote down, I can't remember. Andre something. Kennard, Kikard, uh, Leonard. Calgary. Um, something. He's the dead magician. Is that right? Andre Colostomy. Um, Excuse me? I think it ends with A-R-D. Oh, my God. How many notes did I write? Wow. <laughs> More <laughs> notes than I wrote in, in my entire time at school. Uh, Kurgan. Andre Kurgan. Yeah. So he's the dead magician. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Yeah. This part was boring. And yes, I did zone out. What are you looking at? Uh, grimoire. Uh, how do you know how to spell it? Uh, <laughs> I don't. This scene concludes with Tara taking Amy's magic and real Tara comes through apologising. Andrew, Andrew. I'm listening, I'm listening. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. The term grimoire commonly serves as an alternative name for a spell book or a tome of magical knowledge in fantasy fiction and role-playing games. And it's spelled G-R-I-M-O-I-R-E, like noir Uh, but with an M. Very French. Okay, we've moved on from Amy and Tara... We're back with Spike, Cordy, fight with Miranda's friends. Yes. Because Miranda's dead, but the friends show up. Spike seemingly gives up Clem to the other Porthos slash Panthos demons. I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, I think you're right. Max is right. (laughs) It's not as satisfying. (laughs) Panthos. Panthos, that's it. Oh, yeah, Porthos is a Porthos is a musketeer, one of the three musketeers. (laughs) All right, nerd. Gave me a rundown on how to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I think you're the nerd. <laughs> Just going to mark that to cut that bit out. <laughs> Do not. I'll leave it in. Yeah, so uh, I don't understand my writing. So. I, Spike says that Clem's got the most misery mm. and that they'll never get to the bottom of Clem's misery. So he's like safe to suck out of. And then I wrote, I wonder what Clem's backstory is! Exclamation mark. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder what makes him so sad. Yeah. Probably that he doesn't have as many cars as he wants and he can't eat kittens um, anymore. anymore. Yeah. And then I wrote, okay, weird. Clem turns into a snake. And then I was like, no, it's snake. But it's not a snake. But Cordelia does say boa constrictor. Yeah, because he detaches his jaw and ends up eating them because they're sucking so much off him. (laughs) Sorry. Why so horny? Why so horny? Um, Because they're really sucking him off. Andrew. Uh, and 
So they're really like getting his getting his misery. Yeah. And uh, they're kind of so overwhelmed by how miserable he is. And Spike talks about how he's so miserable, but he's always really cheerful and happy and just, you know. Puts it. Puts, yeah. Puts on a happy And I think face. he's like, that's why he's my best friend or something. Yeah. And then, yeah, he... But he also says he, he like, grows into his body, like, all the folds, like, oh, he stress gets really out. big that Yeah, way. yeah, oh, and right, he blows right, right. up like a bluefish. Yeah, that's I right. I think the quote was. Yeah, and then detaches his jaw. Yeah, and... Eats him. Yeah. Gobble, gobble. And then the other bad guys run off, and Clem turns back into himself, and they keep driving. <laughs> that was my last... Yeah, yeah. ...bit. And then Clem's like, oh, we're friends. I heard you say that you I were my you best friend. friend. We are best friends. And then Spike's like, I didn't say that. Yeah. I'm a man. I have problems with my feelings, uh, even though I write poetry. And I want to be in a band and I want to have music to my poetry. But I don't want to write about my best friend, Clem. Oh, then I wrote Monkey and Tara is back. Uh, and then I wrote this fucking monkey. Fuck, I, I think that was so right about if there's no payoff with this monkey. Then I'll be angry. If the monkey's just like, and, and oh, I bet that all that's going to happen is there'll be a fight between the monkey and the dog and the dog wins and that's it. That's all it's going to amount to and I'm just going to be so disappointed. <gasps> it probably will that's be. That's all. It's, there's going to be a that's fight because a- there's got to be there'll be one person fighting one person and one person fighting one person. And then the animal and the animal need a fight. And then the animals will, will cut to the monkey and the dog going at it. And oh. I thought the sound was weird. It sounded like Drusilla was on the phone. Did you get that? No, no. Tara sound of anyway. Tara's also wearing a vintage Green Day T-shirt. Yeah, thought it was weird that Tara was into Green Day. Thoughts on that? I, I don't care about Green Day. I know, but she's like a cute lesbian. Yeah, I feel like it was the nineties. Okay, all right, you all know, right. This is pre uh, American Idiot Green Day, right? It would have been. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like when, whatever. What was that? The album with the like explosion on the cover. Andrew, big Green Day fan. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Only Green Day fans have deep voices. Only Green, I love Green Day. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. They talk about Vampire Kingdom, something, something. They talk about Spike. They're dead Spike. They debate whether or not to like track down Onion and Cordelia. And mm. Tara, even if she didn't have the good part inside her that's stopping her, yeah, I think it's a good point. Like, why they're in another universe? Let us do our thing without them. Yes, yeah, I think so. Them. Like, there's no point in dwelling on, yeah, like until they come back, sure. But yeah, but right now we got bigger fish to fry. It comes across as her being sympathetic towards them, but I think it's her being practical. Like, I, I think she's meant to come across as being sympathetic, and Drusilla's like, "Don't be sympathetic towards your old friend," blah 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 blah, and then she plays it off as being practical, but it is practical. It is practical. Like the biggest threat you have isn't there. Yeah, Why like, would you go after that threat to this try This other verse is slayerless. Yes. Like that's huge. It's time to act. And she's not dead, so another slay is not going to be called. Yeah. In fact, it's perfect. Yeah, this is the ideal situation for them. Yes. What are you, evil? You sound like shit evil people. Are you people. evil or are you stupid? Yeah. But also I think Tara, when she's like talking to her monkey slash talking to Amy or whatever in the early episodes, she was like... No, I need to protect Anya. Like I've still got a bit of me and yeah. like something, something. So yeah. it's like it certainly is her trying to protect them, but it's it sounds like the better thing to do. Yeah. Okay. I thought this last scene was pretty juicy, mm. but only in like there was like good bits of info. Yep. So they're back in the magic shop where they're looking for the compass. Yes. Indira is asking about Charles's past, and I thought 
maybe so they can like bring up Ethan again. And I don't yeah. know if they did bring up. No, they didn't bring up Ethan, but it was like you used to do naughty things with your friends in England. Yeah, right. And so I feel like Giles' past is going to come into it yep. somehow. Yep. They talk about Faith and I was like, oh, maybe she'll come back. Wesley's mentioned. And then I wrote, maybe Wesley's the monkey. Maybe. Like, just, I feel like it, it needs to be someone. Because if it's just a fucking monkey. Yeah. We'll be annoyed. Oh, there was mentions of Giles hitting his head yes. here. Yes, okay. And so maybe it was before. Maybe by this point, I was just like, okay, we, we get it. There's monkeys. There's, there's head trauma. Giles hits his head a lot and yeah. passes out. And it's all very funny to laugh at his head trauma. Maybe that's why he's talking funny in these episodes. Yeah. So much CED. What CED? Uh, CED. Uh, is that a football term? It is actually, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's a sport term. Yeah, no, I think I've read about it. Yeah. it's When I studied brain injuries. <laughs> yes. It's like from getting too many concussions. Yeah. Yeah. Then the other gang show up, like Spike, mm. Cordy, Cordy Clem. Uh, Clem, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spike tries to hand off Indira to Giles. It was really heartwarming. You could hear it in Giles's voice, the way, how happy he was to see Cordelia. Yeah. And that's where we do learn that he was her watcher. And I didn't think we knew that before. We, okay. we knew he died, but it wasn't clear. Yeah. They talk about Buffy versus Cordelia and they're just like, oh, she something, something. And I feel like. Yeah. He talks about how she was like brave and really came into her own. And Yeah. But I don't know, something weird about it to me. It seemed like they were kind of. Like, oh, you should have seen that other idiot we used to know. Like, you are so different. Or it also seemed like, oh, yeah, season one, Cordelia, she was a real ditz. Yeah, but like. Bit of a dummy. And then, and then we, and then she was written to not be a ditz and a dummy and actually became a better well-rounded But they should be more familiar with that end game. Yeah. Cordelia. Yes, exactly. So it almost felt like they were kind of like, oh, yeah, she was a big dummy, but she turned into a very brave woman. Yeah. That kind of thing. (laughs) And she died. Yeah. She was unfairly killed. Yeah. More respect to Buffy vs. Cordelia. Yes. Then I have Anya finds the compass and they go do the spell. Okay. And then I thought this scene was good, like with the the description mm. and the setup. Like, everyone get in a line. Now hold your matches. And you hear the little matches. And the way they light the matches, I thought it was a really good sound effect. Giles says he'll stay in the current verse to make sure they get back while the others go. Spike tells Clem to take Indira home before her grandfather wakes up. I'm like, why do you keep referring to this grandfather? Like, yeah, see, why do you care? Maybe the grandfather's the dog. Yeah. But like the Spike's like, before the grandfather wakes up. I'm like, what? Calls the cops. He's yeah. old and sick. And she said she's hardly home. Like that yeah. it's not going to matter. Yeah. But Cordelia says that Indira should come and that she's capable. She was younger you know, when she became a slayer, mm. something, something. I wrote good matches sound effect. And then, oh no, in my notes, live, live reviewing while it was happening. Yep. Oh no, Anyanka shows up during the spell. Much suspense. People get in the spell circle. And also reminded me of that other episode that I keep talking about where Anya in the car with Willow and she can't drive. Yes. And also... When they talk about the sun spell, yes, they also they're in a car chasing after a troll because Willow is doing a spell and Anya keeps interrupting and it makes the spell go all wonky. Right, and so that's I feel like I mean we don't know what's going to happen. Mm. I've not listened ahead now. I have no you're, idea. Yeah, you're not not in, in front anymore. No, so I feel like something kooky is going to go on. Maybe like Giles gets sucked into the spell. Who knows? Yeah, we don't know. Not us. 
Also, this also gave me a bit of Avenger vibes. Yeah, well, like a <laughs> Spider-Man. Did you see the Spider-Man movie where he keeps interrupting the spell? Yeah, the... that that in- interruption of the spell, but also uh, the time travel things where they're like holding, they've got something, I don't know. Yeah. The compass, there's something, they're somewhere, they're going somewhere, yeah. portal, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, Joss Whedon did write an Avengers movie. Yeah, but not the good ones. No, not a good one. Like, it was so bad. Yeah. I've got a lot to say about Joss Whedon. And not the scandals, just about him as a person and a writer. As a writer, yeah. But let's not get into that now because I need to pee. Okay. (laughs) Sure, we'll we'll end the episode with Max was right, she needs to pee. Yeah, that's the time. That's the the name of the podcast this week. Did did we not come up with a name at the start? We did, and then I accidentally deleted it. Accidentally? You said, wait, while I delete this. (laughs) Let's not lie. It's because we started talking about something that we... Controversial. Uh, I don't know if it was. I don't think it was. It was just annoying. Oh, no, you said I thought there wasn't an intro. I'm like there definitely uh, was an intro, and then we got confused. Anyway, yeah, yeah, now yeah. we're recapping now that. We're recapping the recap <laughs> that was wrong that no one's heard. We've lost our minds. Oh. How about that earthquake, eh? Yes, there was an earthquake last night. It really scared me. There's the earthquake in Buffy season one is like. The apocalypse is coming, mm. and also season four. So mm. now that we're recording this, the day of the earthquake, uh, maybe what's going to end? Wow. So I guess we won't see you ever again. No, thank you. Thanks for being here. Yep. It's been great. Yep. See you in the hellmouth. See you in the hellmouth. Ciao. Bye.